Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Welcome back to Rap Lyrics for Class. I'm your host, Camilla Waheed. We bring you lyrics, I mean lyrics, socially uh, conscious lyrics, lyrics that speak to your soul and your conscious, lyrics that promote peace, lyrics that just tell the truth. That's what we do here at Rap Lyrics for Class. So teachers, get your class together, get in front of the tube, the smart board, whatever you're using. And um, students, please pay close attention. Today we have a legendary group that we're going to focus on. We have a legendary song and we have a special guest um, from the West Coast and we're just going to do what we do. Now, I know you guys are on your MC game. Go ahead. Listen to the bars, right? Sometimes I know how MCs do. You listen, but you writing at the same time. Do that. But also keep in mind, this is a lesson for all you that want to be um, rappers. You want to be a producer. You want to just write. This is a lesson for you. These are OGs. So if you're in any field, you want to take those lessons from people that have been doing it, people that can give you advice so that you can, you know, move around and swerve those potholes. So let's listen for the, the comprehension, um, analyzing the words. Let's listen for how they set up their story, how they end their story. Let's listen for vivid language. How does that pop in your mind? Okay, so let's get a lesson out of this at the same time. Let's uh, make sure we're paying attention to um, the message and we're paying attention to the challenges and struggles that we will avoid if we listen to our OGs. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Rap lyrics for class. Today, our guest from San Diego, West Coast, we have Jermaine Simpson. Jermaine Simpson, a.k.a. Complex. Give it up, give it up. Thank you. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Of course, I, I mean, it's one of my favorite topics in the world, hip hop. And, and if we get to merge that with some social consciousness and mm. education and all that good stuff, then I'm in a good place. So thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for, for uh, coming and hanging out with us. So let's get a little uh, background. I, I know Jermaine is an MC first. He is a father. He's also a teacher. He's also a mentor. Um, he just dropped um, a hot album, so he has a lot going on. Um, I guess I might have said some things, but I'm sure you want to break that down, introduce yourself to the class, and um, tell us what you do. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm um, I'm an MC first. Uh, I started, uh, started rhyming at 13 years old. That was always my first love. Uh, uh, thought I was going to be the next Ice Cube or somebody, you know, I thought I was going to be Ice Cube. <laughs> um, but along the way, um, you know, I, I ended up becoming a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, and so I, I work at a, a K through eight school with uh, children who have um, special education and mental health needs. Um, also, I'm a part-time professor at San Diego State University. I teach uh, uh, graduate students um, who are uh, aspiring to become therapists. And so um, that's another love of mine. Um, father of two, 12-year-old boy, uh, two-year-old girl. Um, and after taking a 15-year hiatus from recording um, this past year, I got the itch back. and. Um, 
And so I started recording again and um, cooked up a little EP that I released. Got a young face and an old soul. Your heart's warm, even though the world's so cold. I feel the pain in your story, but the glow in your smile is a beauty I ain't seen in a while. We laugh and we flirt with playful innuendo. If I saw the soul, then I'm staring through your window. Yeah, I just got inspired again, fell back in love with hip hop over the past couple years. Mm. Okay. Yo, you, you said 15 years hiatus. I cannot tell. I mean, you, you're dropping bars, you're dropping truth, knowledge. You have some, some guests on there, and they're just as hot. I like the interlude with the um, the doctor. What is her name again? Dr. Truth. Dr. Truth. So, like, yo, you, you were supposed to do this, and I, I know um, you can't stop doing it. And that's why after 15 years, you come back and you still have the gift that God gave you. I appreciate you coming back to the table with that. Thank you. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop. Um, you know, I, um, I worked so hard for a long time. Um, I put so much of myself into it. I dropped the album, my second album, 2005, right before I went to graduate school. And um, I was I was doing everything myself. I was independent. I was I was my own manager, my own label. I was, and I got burned out and then life happened, you know, career, kids and all of that stuff. And, um, and then, um, you know, um, my son started rapping oh. and, uh, and, and that became something that we shared mm -hmm. and, um, you know, having top five conversations and, and then hearing other MCs from, from, from our cohort black thoughts the Nas the Chady like these dudes getting better and they're still they still barring out and um and even the younger folks also mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of younger folks coming out that that appreciate bars and so all of those things um being being sat down by this pandemic it just um I don't know it just inspired me and it reminded me like yeah I can't I need this yeah. you know give it up yes definitely definitely and what what i heard what you just said that stuck out um to me and and students um that you you didn't give up because i know that we have a lot of people out here that want to be mcs entertainers or artists it's it's challenging there's, there's walls there's ditches that you know it's not easy it's not easy to get in there and when you see a rapper pop up like your the babies and, and and you know herb and all those guys they didn't just say, I wake up one morning and say, I'm going to be a rapper. And then the next day they were on a cover, right? So if you have that, that desire, and maybe it's not music, you know, maybe you, you want to be a mathematician. Maybe you want to be a scientist, um, entrepreneur, starting your own business. You know, sometimes you might, life is going to happen. So you might uh, have to take a bow for a minute, sit down for a minute, gather yourself um you know, life is going to happen, but if it's in your heart and you've been blessed with the gift, I encourage you to continue uh, no matter what the challenges may be. Just get back on that horse. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so today we're going to talk about one of my favorite groups. And when I heard your music, uh, you put me in the mind of that whole native tongue. And, you know, one of my favorite groups from the West is the alcoholics. So I just like lyrics and I like, you know, those nice beats you can kind of just you know, bop your head to. Um, De La Soul. Are you familiar with that group? What are, what are your thoughts? Man, I, I love De La Soul. Uh, when me, myself, and I came out, uh, it was, I was 
so fresh. It was so fresh. They had that that old school beat, and then they 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 were themselves. And it was they were the first group that came out with like, I'm I'm gonna be my different self. Um, but they were fly. They were nerdy. They were fly. Mm-hmm. They were authentic, and 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 it just added to that. Um, it, it made it hip hop a very diverse place back then where I had NWA in my tape deck, but I also had De La Soul uh, and also had Public Enemy. And so you can have these different, completely different types. You can watch your MTV raps and they'll show an NWA video. And then next you might get De La Soul. And and so it was a very, um, um, I don't know. uh, I don't know how to describe the time, but I loved it. It was it was a nice mixed bag, like and it was just different writing styles and techniques. So, you I mean you might have a student that comes in and and you know they're really um, literal and you know you have someone that's really visual. You have different type of learners, so you're gonna have different type of writers. So for us in that era, we you know we saw okay I can I can be hard and still be hot. NWA I loved NWA because they just spoke it from from the street side. And then I can be a nerd and, and still get on and, you know, speak truth. And um, so, yeah, different techniques, different styles. They all, but they all do the same thing. Writing tells a story. And as a teacher, um, I call you complex, I guess, right? Cause I'm, sure. Okay. As a teacher, uh, complex, how do you, I'm sure you, you have um, brought hip hop into the classroom in some shape, form, or fashion. Like, how do you introduce um, hip hop, hip a song? Um, how do you have these conversations with the sometimes mixed messages that our, our our students can receive from some of the songs that they're hearing? Um, I work with two different populations. That, um, um, I'm a therapist, and I'm working with K through eight. Um, and at the university, I'm working with. Uh, you know, grown folks, mostly young adults. And so, um, and with my, with my college students, um, I've never formally introduced it, but I, I've been known to use a lot of old sayings, a lot of parables and stuff, uh, and analogies. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, I do it for entertainment just to make folks laugh, but a lot of my, my great grandma sayings and stuff that I would add to my, to my lessons. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, I didn't realize when I was doing it that shit, that's hip hop. You know, I'm, I'm all about metaphors and analogies and, mm-hmm. you know, sayings and parables and stuff, uh, things like that. And so I was, I was sort of, I was being hip hop without even consciously doing it. Right. The, so so um, give us one. Um, <laughs> for example, um, my practicum class, you know, I observe their, while they're doing counseling sessions, therapy sessions, I observe their sessions and, and, and give them feedback about their work with their, with their clients. And so in giving feedback, I might say something like, oh yeah, she don't think fat meat's greasy. Like, you know, something like that, uh-huh. like, oh, and they're like, I what? Like, what? <laughs> they have, but it's like, yeah. um, you know, that's hip hop. That's what we do. We, we throw in those sayings, mm-hmm. you know, some little slick words and stuff like that. And so, um, but for a lot of students, I realize that it resonates, you know, um, when I throw in some sayings. Um, yeah. I mean, it's another way to hook, hook them in too, you know, 
from the gates. Right. It's like, okay, I'm looking like, what are you talking about? Break that down for me. Then when you related to hip hop, you know, ears and eyes are really open. So, right. Great strategy right, right there. With uh, with the younger with the younger kids, um, always introduces uh, what do you listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, music is, is always a good way to connect with young folks, and and and, and I make it a point to to, to do more listening and, and see what they like and ask questions about it. And and at first, I'll act like I don't I don't know nothing. You know, I never I, I've always had a this sort of difficult uh, relationship as far as like introducing myself as a as an MC mm-hmm. into my work because um you know um I don't know I've always kept it separate I, I don't I don't I don't want to give any uh I guess any uh misconceptions about who I am or whatever right so um it's unfortunate I, I I understand where you're coming from with that yeah um and so yeah I, I've always used it to as a what do you listen to what's on your mind uh-huh. what 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 speaks to you and then as we get more into discussions then they realize okay you, you really into you really into hip-hop like uh, rap <laughs> and so um and it's been sprinkling yeah right I've, I've been put on the spot you know oh yeah uh, but it's always been a springboard to some uh, to more engaging conversations. Right, right. Yeah. It's like a thin line because you, you know, it's when because well, I think education is becoming a little more open to to hip hop because now it's like everybody has the the plan and the agenda and they're putting it in, putting it into the curriculums of how to teach, you know, using hip hop and we just naturally did that, but we had to be careful, you know back then or I don't know how long ago you were doing it but you have to kind of be careful because a lot of um, intellectuals were looking down on hip hop as you know it's going to come and go they cuss too much they talk about this too much but they didn't realize that there are some gems and sometimes um, like Lauren Hill said you had a so the ignorant folks hear me and, um, and sometimes yeah. we have to meet students where they are right, right. and uh, it's language it's literacy right. And it's not something that they haven't heard, but as long as we're being tasteful and it's coming from an educational perspective, I think it's important that we add, uh, and you know, teachers like yourself, add those type of things into our classrooms. Right. I've always, um, you know, and especially in my younger years, I always walked this fine line between, you know, being known as a conscious rapper, but then, you know, a lot of my peers and folks who I rap with, they were they were gang members, and so I've always and and also trying to find myself. You know, I, I'd have music that was very socially conscious, but I also had some misogyny in there, and I and I had a lot of street in there, and um, and so I was always kind of cautious, didn't want you know to give off the wrong impression to the kids. I'm supposed to be this role model, and you know sometimes kids would end up finding my music. You know. Uh, working at a teen recovery center, I had a couple teenagers who were aspiring rappers. They uh, found my my music at the at the local swap meet, and they were snickering in group. I'm like, man, what y'all laughing at, man? It was like a uh, sub complex. I'm like, oh man, God. Yeah, now I got to explain. <laughs> but it ended up yeah. being a cool situation, and I ended up being a mentor to them. I still keep in contact with them today. They grown folks, but it ended up being. Um, 
positive thing. Um, and so nowadays, I'm, I'm, I'm more willing to, um, to uh, I guess, integrate, you know, all parts of myself, um, especially as I've come to, to, you know, know myself more and, 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 and realize that that duality can exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to get into uh, Stakes is High by De La Soul. De La Soul is a, a uh, trio, a hip hop trio out of um, New York here on the East Coast. And um, they're also a part of what was called the Native Tongues or what is called the Native Tongues. And it consists of uh, a few solo artists and other rap groups that basically speak from a conscious level, um, social justice. If I had to put them in the same group with someone that's current, I guess we would say are like Kendrick Lamar's. Uh, J. Cole, um, maybe you can give me a West Coast MC that we could put them in the room with. Yes, uh, absolutely. All those, all those folks you just mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're sort of, uh, sort of remind me of, you know, you know that that black hippie type feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak truth to power. Keep it, keep a little bit of street in it, and um, right. have a message all in one. So let's, yeah, let's go ahead and take a listen to. Stakes is high by De La Soul. from the east with them beats that be thorough got the solar gravitation so i'm bound to pull it i gets down like brothers are found ducking from bullets wow. gun control means using both hands in my land yeah. where it's all about the cautious living uh -huh. migrating to a higher form of consequence compliments oh, a struggling that shouldn't be notable man every word i say should be a hip-hop i'm sick of shaking i'm sick of talking about blood sick of versace glasses sick of slang sick of happy Award show, sick of name brand clothes, oh, sick of R&B, cocaine and cracks, which bring sickness to black, sick of swole head rappers with they sickening raps, claps and gaps, making the whole sick world collapse, the facts are getting sicker, even sicker perhaps, I stick a push to make a bundle to escape the synapse, man life can get all up in your Baby, you better work it out. Now let me tell you what it's all about. A skin not considered equal. A meteor has more right than my people who be wasting time screaming who they've hated. That's why the native tongues has officially been reinstated. Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. What you talking about? Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. about love of cars, love of funds, loving to love mad sex. 
sex, loving to love guns, love for opposite, love for fame and wealth, love for the fact of no longer loving yourself, kid. Uh -huh. We living in them days of the man-made ways where every aspect is vivid. Word. These brothers no longer talk. Yo, these is living. About to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone. Plug one, translating the zone. No offense to a player, but yo, I don't play. And if you take offense, you got to be that way. JD Dub, show your love. What you got to say? I say, Jesus, make you make his out of high regard. And time for it nowadays ain't hard. Investing in fantasies and not God. Welcome to reality. See, time is hard. People try to snatch the credit, but can't claim the card. Showing out in videos, saying they co-starred. See, I gotta make your mama cry. Better watch the way you spend it, cause the stakes is high. You know them stakes is high when you're dealing with the... Is high. I think that smiling in public is against the law. Cause love don't get you through life no more. It's who you know and how you son. And how you getting in and who the man holding he up. And how was the skins and how high. Yo, what up, huh? I heard you caught a body. Seem like every man and woman shared a life with John God. They ain't organized. Mixing crimes with life enzymes. Taking the big scout route. And there's no doubt. Better than they know they daughters and they sons. Yo, people go through pain and still don't gain positive contact. Just like my main man who got others cleaning up his physical influence. Uh -huh. His mind got congested. He got the non-influent neighborhoods are now hoods. Cause nobody's neighbors, just animals surviving with that animal behavior yeah. under eye. Who be rhyming from dark to light sky. Uh -huh. Experiments with needles and skin connect. No wonder where we live is called the projects. When the mistakes is high, you damn sure try to do anything to get the piece of the pie. Yeah. Electrify, even die for the cash, but at last you be out, even though you're wanting more. This issue was closed like an elevator door, but soon we open once we get to the next What's door with the Yes, yes, y'all, and we don't stop. <laughs> De La Soul stakes is high. Um, yeah, man, I want to jump right in, and I, I want you guys out there to pay attention to the storytelling, um, how, you know, teachers always tell you to make sure your entry is, is grabbing, you're introducing yourself. And here, these guys, right away, um, they set up the story. Uh, it's a perfect introduction, in my opinion, because um, you had the dice game going, right? It started with the dice game, and we know stakes are high when you're out there and you're, you're in them streets, you playing, you're rolling dice. You you know, you better come right. Stakes are high. Um, and then he, he comes in and he says, um, basically, I'm bring, bringing damage to your borough. So we know boroughs, so we know where they're from. That's New York. Um, some brothers from the east with them beats that be thorough, so they're not coming to play any games. So I'm telling you from the gate where I'm from, where I'm, what I'm here to do, um, and he goes right into talking about gun control means using both hands in my land. So I can assume by context clues that um, they're probably not going to talk about shooting up people. Right. And um, the second guy, he comes right in from from the gate and just, you know, straight talk. Uh, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. Uh, basically, I'm sick of the um, surface rap because uh, rap and, and hip hop wasn't meant to be as surface as as it is sometimes. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, 
about this uh, complex and uh, see where you're at with that. So what do you think the overall message or theme of the songs, what do you, what do you think about that overall message that they're giving? Stakes is uh, high. What immediately comes to mind is um, a local hip hop legend in San Diego, Cut Father, rest in peace. He used to, he had this term he called the celebration of ignorance. Mm. He used to say hip hop has become the celebration of ignorance. And that's, and it seems like that's what, you know, their, uh, their message is, is that hip hop is meant to be more than just the ignorant stuff. Like uh, we can have this, we can talk about these things, but we, we have a responsibility to talk about more. And, 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 and it seems like, uh, you know, uh, we're being flooded with just, you know, just ignorance and violence and just so much so that hip hop, you know, from their perspective had, had lost its way. And so that's the, the, the general uh, feel that I get. And I didn't, and, and I'm just realizing how lyrically dense song is i mean i just picked up some some things that back then i didn't even you know realize yeah. <laughs> after you live life man things yeah like for back then the stakes is high in the 90s it might have been it could have been anything you know um graduating from school i think i might have been in college back then or you know i had a kid so my stakes are high it wasn't it was it was what it was but today stakes is high for me is on some whole total different thing with all the things we have going on socially. The stakes are really high, especially as we're learning more and more about our, our background and our culture and, and the things that, um, you know, have been taken and, and, and what we, we're still seeing today um, with cases of police brutality and, and, and injustice. So yeah, the stakes are high, yeah, you know. Definitely. Can you choose a verse from this song, your favorite verse from this song that stuck out to you and let's say you're in front of a, a, a sixth and seventh graders. We know how they can be, right? And how would you break this song, this verse down to these young people? And what might be your assignment, or what would you want their takeaway to be? Mm. Uh, or it could be a line, a metaphor, you know, uh, something in that song that sticks out that you want to break down to these kids. And maybe give them a, an assignment or a takeaway. One line that just popped out: uh, "Experiments when needles and skin connect. No wonder why. No wonder where we live is called the projects." Hmm. Okay. Uh, and just the uh, how 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 he used the word experiments and then sort of connect that to the project, sort of the, uh, you know, that, that analogy, I guess, for lack of a better term, I guess that's an analogy, but how we weave that in and um, what, what, hmm, as far, as far as a lesson, um, I would ask everybody's interpretation of it and I would love to see everybody's, I would ask everybody to write down their interpretation and I would love to see how, cause I'm pretty sure a lot of folks would have different interpretations and, and a lot of folks would also have a similar 
um, I guess, interpretation of it. And I think when that happens, even if half the folks have a similar interpretation, I think you hit the mark. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to just see, uh, and of course we're dealing with a different generation. So yeah. I'm wondering if that would impact it also, but yeah, I guess I'll just. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, so teachers, you, you just got a free um, a lesson. That's that's an opener. That's a mini lesson that you could use and take, take whatever jumps out to you and, and ask them to write their interpretation. And, may, and for me, like the projects, you know, really breaking that word down, how it relates to, you know, how we are affect, we're affected by that from the Southern migration of a lot of African-Americans and maybe having to do some research on the history of projects. Where, you know, why? What was the concept behind it? Um, where were they built? Who, who mainly lived there? What were the, the treatment? Um, so it's, it's a wealth of, of lessons that you can pull out in, in a lot of these hip hop songs. So, um, needles and where needles and skin connect i think mm -hmm. of somebody shooting dope right away shooting heroin mm -hmm. you know and, and and how uh you know our people have been experimented with, with and, and introduced to, to drugs and stuff you know we've been our communities have been a dumping ground for drugs and guns and stuff so you know that's one of the experiments right uh you know on the folks yeah is, is this song um still relevant in our current climate do you think it's still uh relevant oh yeah so timeless uh -huh. um yeah for aspiring artists of any kind um not just hip-hop but i mean you want to make timeless music um, um not all your songs have to be timeless but mm -hmm. it's just this song right here is is timeless it applies today just as much as it did in you know early 90s um Okay. Definitely. Okay. And especially, yeah, especially with the, um, we're still seeing where, um, I, I guess you can have conscious rap, and and be, I guess, more successful today than before. The music industry is different, mm -hmm. but still, there's this celebration of ignorance that's widely accepted, and it's almost. I mean, I like to listen to a little bit of ignorance, mm -hmm. but. I want there to be bars. I want there to be artistry to it. And we don't need to be flooded with just that stuff, right. which we are. And so, uh, you know, artists coming up feel like, okay, you know, well, I gotta, you know, I gotta talk about drugs and lean and zannies and stuff. And, you know, and, um, you know, degrading women, that's what I have to talk about. And it was the same thing we were seeing then in the industry where it was like, we have rappers who could actually rap, but mm -hmm. they succumbed to needing to fit what the industry wanted and what record labels told them they needed to set, what, what can get me on the radio? What can, you know? Um, and so I think we, it's a little different the industry is, um, but we still seeing that um, yeah. dynamic happen. Yeah, but it's, it's so short lived. And I think that, that's yeah. uh, a big note, you, you future MCs out there. It, it's short-lived. Do some research on your rappers that have those one-hit wonders or chose to talk about things that lacked uh, a message for the people and compared to the longevity, like like De La Soul, people still buy their music. They can go to, you know, to Europe right now and have, have a tour 
and make money. Come home, chill for five, six months, go back, make a couple dollars. And when you have, you know, artists, a lot of artists can't do that because of their Panda, catalog. Uh, designer, where's that do that? Panda, no, I mean, uh, nobody, nobody's singing that song, Panda, no more. <laughs> I, I remember the next, see, I don't even remember the song. I remember the name, but I don't remember the song. Told me. I'm sure if you started, said it. <laughs> you started off, you know, I got holes in Atlanta or something like uh, that. Yeah. Nobody, I mean. Right. Nobody's checking for that guy anymore. And I was just maybe five years ago. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> so these guys, man, they are, are, are great, great artists. So teachers, I, I, you know, suggest that you have your kids look them up, do some research, pull out some of the uh, metaphors and similes. Uh, you might find some onomatopoeias in there, personification, pull all of those things out. And uh, let's talk about the writing styles. You know, one of the MCs were, was more expository where one might have been more persuasive. So there's a lot of um, things that you can pull out here. And um, thank you again for um, taking the time to come to Rap Lyrics for Class, um, encouraging our young people out here, telling your story, letting us hear your music. It's awesome. And giving us your take on um, Stakes Are High, what it means to you, what it meant to you is com coming up in the hip-hop era. And uh, students, teachers out there, uh, take advantage of the jewels that complex dropped today take advantage of de la soul's lyrics and music their catalog is is uh is deep so dig in or do some research there's resources all over the internet and um have fun with it rap lyrics for class rap lyrics for class we got rap lyrics for class rap lyrics for class we got rap lyrics for class 